0: One God now, and forever. Amen. Amen. Thanks for being
1: here. Um,
2: we had a conversation amongst our
1: staff I think in the season of um, pledging and thinking about how we're getting involved in the life of St. Columbus. We wanted to, I wanted to talk and Josh was going to help me a little bit. If you have questions, please don't hesitate to raise them. Um, how will you go from being a visitor here in this church to being a communicant? Um, so you are already a beloved child of God and belong here whether or not you choose to become a member. Through baptism you become members of the body of Christ. And choosing to become an active member at St. Columbus really means that you've decided to make this community your spiritual home and that you can see yourself growing in faith and love here. It means you're going to support our mission to live God's love and in these ways. Worshipping with us regularly, participating in the Eucharist, getting to know others and deepening your faith through participation in classes or small groups, and finding ways to serve others and make this world a better place for all. By participating in one of our outreach ministries, might be the Water Ministry, might be the Refugee Response Ministry, joining our hospitality team, um, teaching youth, are lots of ways to get involved and looking around this room, many of you are already active in a lot of those places and spaces. Um, It also involves making a financial pledge which is a promise, um, giving a certain amount of money over the course of the following year. And as you know, these pledges are really critical for our clergy and staff to help make a budget for the following year. And without these pledges, and without these promises, we really um, can't do all the things that we want to do in our community both inside and outside of this church. Taking an inquirer's class by our rector. You don't have to be brand new to take an inquirer's class. We had a class last winter or spring, and there were several people who had been involved in the life of St. Combs for a long time. They wanted to learn a little bit more about the Episcopal Church, um, the larger Episcopal Church, and also things that are going on at St. Columbus, and those groups have really been nice ways for newish folks to connect with some folks that have been around for a while and to learn more from London. Um, I thought this was really pointed, Let shared this last week in the director's forum and he names it in our inquirer's class. If you participate with us and join us for some number of years, then some number of years down the road you will be able to look back and say, my life has been changed, that I have experienced in a new way, love of God in worship, in community, in service, or in prayer. Perhaps I have grown in my ability to read scripture, or to sing, or to serve, changing lives. My deep prayer is also that through the years our neighbors will say that St. Columbus is a community that has made a difference in our community and changed our lives for the better. So logistical steps about going for being a visitor, so when you first come here, you may fill out a visitor card. They're in the pews. I have them. If you have not filled out one, um, ask for one and we can give it to you. After you fill out a visitor card, um, you're usually connected to our e-news to find out a little bit more about what goes on in life in the parish, and there's a lot. Um, And if if you have small children, you can find out more about what's going on for families. And then over time, and after you've been here a little more regularly, um, worshipping with us, participating in the life of the parish, you can fill out a membership card online. Um, And that really um, lets us know that you are deciding that you'd like St. Thomas to be your spiritual home. And we will welcome you. Um, And this doesn't, this isn't a, um, for some people this may take a few days, and you might want to fill out a membership card right away, and that's great. And for some it might be several months or even a little bit longer. And if you haven't bought a membership card and you want to, just reach out to me and let me know. um, Perhaps I missed it or we just missed that communication somewhere. And so please know that. Um, Realm is our internal database. um, And I would guess most of you in here may have a Realm account. And if you do not, you can ask one of us and we'll send you an invitation. Realm is really a way to Um, sign up for things, classes or small groups. It's a way to make a pledge and pay your pledge online. You can sign up for Wednesday nights hours for Realm
2: and also just be a part of groups that are going on here. Um, It's also going to give a little plug for putting your picture in Realm. Um,
1: We're a big church and so having a way of identifying each other is really really helpful and certainly for our church team and all the other folks. Um, and if you don't know how to do that, you can also walk you through that as well. Just a little thumbnail picture so someone can look and say, oh, I remember being that person on Sunday. Um, if you have not been baptized and you wish to, you can reach out to Joshua, you can reach out to Katie McGurby and find out a little bit more about that process. Um, and we offer baptism Probably three or four times across the year. I think the next set of baptisms is in early November. November 4th.
0: November 4th. When um, Bishop Dean Robinson will be here.
1: So, if you'd like to know more about that, just reach out to one of us. Um, and then there's this really funny name, communicant, um, in the Episcopal Church and in our bylaws. Um, it means, it's a very churchy word for meaning you are in good standing. Um, and so all members of the parish who for the previous year have received Holy Communion in the Episcopal Church at least three times, I'm not keeping track of you going (laughs) forth to get communion, but this is just in the language of the church, that you've been faithful in worship um, unless for good cause prevented and have been faithful in working, praying, and giving for the spread of the kingdom of God and are financial contributors to the parish of record. So if you have made a pledge and you have given that money across the year, you eventually move from being a member in the church to being a communicant. And the last thing I would say is that St. Columbus offers each of us opportunities to come to know God's love and learn to radiate that love by living a life of gratitude generosity and service and sometimes it can be hard to know where to fit in in this big place Um, it's a joyful place but there are so many groups and activities and ministries and yet not a lot of time and yet we're here so this is our church home where we come together as one as the body of Christ to pray to sing to learn and to serve I know when I first came here, my entrance was through the St. Colmas Mothers Group, and I found a group of women who (laughs) were passing my child around the room from one to another, my baby, and just um, that was really my entrance here. I became, um, someone invited me to join a um, diocesan seminarian group to support a young seminarian that we had here at the church. Um, And then just, I feel as though I walked into each next step as an invitation kind of came my way. Um, And I didn't necessarily know what was coming Um, as those things led. I eventually joined the vestry um, and have done lots of other things too. And so I encourage you that if you don't know where your heart is leading you, um, ask one of us, Um, ask one of the clergy, ask me. And if there's something maybe you've been teaching Sunday school for a really long time and you would just to like, you would like to do something else Um, then those pivots, I think, are really important in that work um, that Ledley mentioned around really coming to love and know and grow um, in this place and in this space. Um, And so, again, if you're unsure about how to get more involved, just ask one of us. Um, And that's kind of my spiel from where I'm standing. Um, If, Joshua, do you have anything you want to add?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, uh, that was really great. I just wanted to, just thought I would say that um, the question about like membership is something that actually Jesus addresses, you know? Um, and we like to think that, that our sense of membership has something to do with what Jesus talked about. Um, in the uh, Gospel of Mark uh, chapter 3, um, the first couple chapters of Mark are wild. Jesus is like um, uh, confronting the religious authorities and like breaking the law and they're already like set out to kill him <laughs> you know after the end of the second chapter it's very tumultuous ministry and um, Jesus is like in the house uh, with just like a crowd of people literally oh so it still goes like this um, uh, his family um, Jesus's mother and brothers and sisters were really nervous about Jesus getting murdered by people very early on and they show up and it, it goes something like this. Um, his mother and brothers came and sent outside. They sent to him and called him. Um, and a, a crowd was gathered around him and they said, your mother and your brothers are outside asking for you. And he replied, who are my mother and my brothers? And looking at those who sat around him, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. Um, And so our sense of inclusivity and our sense of openness um, comes uh, very directly from the heart of Jesus' mission and Jesus' identity of what the kingdom of God is like. Later on, he makes it even more inclusive when he says, whoever is not against us is for us, (laughs) but uh, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, so uh, the way that we express that as a church is every Eucharist um, before the invitation to come forward, we say, whoever you are, wherever you are in your journey of faith, you are welcome in this place, you are welcome at God's table is partly how that gets translated for us. There is no phrase that we say during church that I hear more about from people who are visiting. Um, They will say, I didn't know if this place was for me, I didn't know if I would fit in, um, but when I heard that invitation, I knew I was welcome here, which is exactly why we say it. Uh, um, partly the difficulty about membership, I used to do college ministry, and um, when I invited some of the people who had like, not been baptized or not been confirmed in the Episcopal Church to consider doing those things, they were like, oh, I love the Episcopal Church. I love being a member here, but I'm not sure if I'm ready for that, you know? And um, I think partly that communicates that for like 400 years, um, what membership has meant in our society has been about um, our own sense of like achievement and our own sense of exclusivity. And those are things that feel antithetical to church. So in a lot of ways, I think about our membership in this place, as um, radically co- countercultural, um, it is not about achievement uh, or purity or righteousness. Um, it's about, uh, as a church, um, are we welcoming the stranger? Uh, is is kind of what defines our core identity. So, um, in my in my sense, uh, for those of you who are interested in membership, um, it's both uh, both and um, you're here. You're already a member. Uh, And also what we do here is to take that membership and to try to go deep uh, with it by acts of service, by study of scripture. Um, The image of baptism is uh, Jesus plunging us down into the waters, um, plunging us down into the depths of humanity where we're interconnected with one another. And we're also like sharing each other's uh, pain and suffering and um, worshiping God through all of it. So, um, it's both a very expansive thing, and also, like uh, uh, Courtney said, there's like uh, the the three times at communion. I think is really great because it's like Christmas and Easter and one other time, y'all. <laughs> That's all it takes. Um, but uh, anyway, so uh, but I think we also wanted to just like hear questions and thoughts. It's it's both. What's so cool about the church is like we took that very big thing from Jesus about whoever is my brother and sister and mother, um, whoever does the will of God is my brother, sister, and mother, and like try to turn it into the prayer book, which is like our common prayer, our common life together. Like, how do we do that? Um, and so we came up with some like technical answers that tries to relay those like big fundamental um, ethos and ideology, but. Uh, also leaves open lots of questions. Therefore, so uh, yeah. What? Are there any questions? Yeah, Andrew. If you re- if you say into the mic. The people who will someday see this online, God help us, will hear your question. Yeah, so the question was, uh, any suggestions about how to take someone who may be interested, um, but on the periphery and get them involved?
1: I love that question and uh, one of the things I love about St. Columbus is the inclusivity that um, Joshua spoke about. And I think this really is a place that um, if you don't know where you are on your faith journey or perhaps you have you haven't not even had a journey of faith, I think coming and feeling welcomed here um, is a place to start. And then um, perhaps participating in a service, perhaps coming to a Wednesday night supper to be in fellowship with people, break bread with people Um, That's been a way we're gathering some new people um, to meet people, come to we worship. There are a lot of different ways. um, And I think um, people feeling moved by the Spirit is really, um, in my estimation, and feeling known is what makes people want to come back and be here.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. Um, uh, Yeah, yeah, and the only thing I'd add to that is that um, just... For each person who's wondering this very thing just to imagine the time where you've gone to a new place and like what that felt like and what the barriers were in my experience uh, in inviting people here uh, to here and also when I was doing college ministry 90% of the difficulty was just getting them in the door for the first time and it's the same with me when I go to a new place for the very first time if there's any sense that I might be named, you know, or like have the spotlight on me for a second. It's just like not being able to imagine what it would actually be like to be in that place that is like a barrier, huge barrier. And so um, for instance, this last Wednesday, we had Blessing of the Animals. I like invited 15 people that I know in the neighborhood that I know pretty well through Baseball and Jannie um, who had never been here. And it was like a perfect thing of like, um, I'm not inviting you to like make a confession with the priest. <laughs> just bring your dog. <laughs> your kids will have a great, you know. So like, identifying those things throughout the year. Another, we do several of these things that are just super fun, great events where people can um, get a toe in the water and be like, oh, they're not sacrificing animals here. They're not. They're normal people. Um, and so like once we, we break through that, I think there's a, a, a lot of opportunity. Um.
1: Just one more thing. If, you, um, if you've been around for a really long time and you're in the common and you don't recognize someone, I feel like it's my job to recognize people and there's still a lot of people in the church that I don't recognize. Say hello, introduce yourself. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a great way to refamiliarize familiarize yourself. Um, wear a name button. Um, All of those things help all of us to identify each other. Um, I just this morning met a longtime prisoner here whose daughter and children are now coming to St. Columbus. And so the Combs, and what a gift that has been. Um, And we just hadn't met before. And so with all of our different services and all of our things going on, um, that's just, it's the nature of being here in a big place.
2: Uh, Yes, so I'm, uh, you know, my my story would not happen today in that uh, I married into the Episcopal Church. I was bouncing around in my faith journey and was dating a woman who is a cradle Episcopalian, which is a term I had never heard of before. Uh, And she found St. Columbus when she moved to Washington and looked in the paper where it lists all the churches, and St. Columbus had an ad in there, and that's how she found it. So that doesn't happen anymore. And then I, uh, when I started dating her, I was like, well, I'm kind of, she's like, no, this is this, this place, this place. Uh, so that doesn't happen anymore. And I remember feeling when I came here that what I didn't want is that spotlight on me. And I'm like, oh my God, I hope I don't get sucked into like, oh my God, like now you're running all <laughs> this. Um, because that should take a few years. <laughs> but eventually it, it does happen. But what what does it look like today? Like how are uh, people coming to St. Columbus, If you know the last whatever bunch of people who have come in, uh, what is their entry point, and are they coming in uh, as as families or are they coming in as individuals through ministries or you know other things that we're doing uh, as adults? And um, I don't know. Sort of a, a second question I have, which is something I've thought about, is that. I know that in a lot of families, only one parent is coming. Like, often there are kids, and the kids are here, and there's one parent. And just um, if we do anything to kind of out- outreach, or just how we, how we deal with that as a, as a church.
1: That's a good question. And I think um, in, my, um, in my role, uh, I just 15 minutes ago met someone who's lived in DC for two months and has been looking around at churches and found St. Columba's, and so she, um, I think, is married, and just looking around. I think we also have a lot of families coming in through We Worship um, because they might hear from a friend and they might come or just know that there's an opportunity for families to come and worship in a slightly shorter um, worship service um, where there's song and dance and prayer and the Eucharist. Um, And then I think everything in between. So I I don't know if one is more prominent than the other, Um, but I think the good news is that people are finding St. Columbus. Um, We are a big church, as I mentioned. We are a vibrant church, and we have a lot of things going on. I think people also find us because of our outreach ministries. So they may want to get involved with initiatives around homelessness in the city. They might find out about um, our efforts to think about affordable housing, they might find out about our water ministry and want to serve. Um, so I think those are some of the reasons there. Do you want to add anything on that?
0: Um, yeah, yeah. I just say uh, thanks, Joe. You know, I, again, the, uh, the, the kind of like I haven't married for that long, but like the longer I'm married, the more I realize that we, my wife and I will never get to a place where we don't make latent assumptions about what the other person is thinking or meant, you know, like we are, we're always projecting our own sense of things on, onto church, onto other people. And I think a lot of times people do think that the staff or the clergy are trying to get every person here to this like point of religious purity, <laughs> you know, like that's the secret goal. <laughs> and um, it really isn't. Now, and this is, like, just to affirm what Courtney said, like, there are some people who help on our water ministries that will never be here on a Sunday morning. And in in my sense, that they're full members of this place. They're full members of our joint project of trying to bring the kingdom of God here. And they might define that totally different than I define it. That's okay. Okay. and also there are some people who are really interested in mark chapter three what did jesus really mean when he said whoever is my brother and sister whoever does the will of god is my brother sister mother you know so like and i i love talking about that kind of stuff (laughs) you know but like we're all in a different place and so um yes so yeah the the avenues for membership we want to be wide and we also want people to to know that like there isn't this set image of what you have to be in order to be a full good outstanding member here um, the, the only other thing i would say is that like i think a lot about this in terms of art which is the more you know about art the methods of art the history of art the context of art Oftentimes, the more interesting it gets and the more participatory it gets. And I think something very simpler, very um, analogous to religious belief, um, the more that we know about the context and the practices, the deeper the experience can be. And so like, you know, so just thinking about people like walking through an art museum, you know, there are people who got dragged there (laughs) against their will um, there are people who it's going to be like a peak religious experience for them, and there's everybody in between, and I think um, that not only does that happen in church, that's also okay um, and good.
1: I think Joshua touched on this, but the second part of your, qu- your second question um, around if one parent is bringing children oh, yeah. and one parent is not coming, um, I think we do offer an invitation for that other parent to come. And I think those are just conversations that happen between couples. Um, and I think offering an invitation, having them come to participate in one of the events that Joshua mentioned, coming to a Wednesday night supper, coming to We Worship and just being here and feeling what it likes to feel, get, get the feeling of what it is like to be in worship and in community here. Um, some of those folks will come back and um, it may just be kind of, the deal that they make as a family that one person is going to come with the kids and one is not and I think all of that is welcome and I think we see um, a fair amount of that here at St. Columbus that one person might be a cradle Episcopalian or grew up um, in one denominational background and one different and um, I think that really speaks to our, the nature of the Episcopal Church is that we just welcome people where they are. Well, I I came this morning to be a fly on the wall, and here I am speaking. (laughs) Um, I can't begin to describe my shock, I guess, when I walked into this room and saw perhaps 20 people here. And I remember the, the earlier times when the forum was like the center of Sunday. It was a place of excitement and crowds and everything. And so I'm just wondering St. Columbus has so many offerings. To what extent are people evaluating things we do because we've always done them? And the forum is a a case in
0: point. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Harriet. You know, um, this this is almost exactly what I just said, so it's on topic, uh, which is, You know, my son who's 13 is, um, you know, super into sports and he just literally can't believe that anyone would not be, do you know? (laughs) And I have that um, feeling sometimes too. And sometimes as staff members, we have to remind ourselves that like, why didn't more people come to this? It's like just the shock that not everyone wanted to do the thing that we are doing (laughs) and so. Um, And to me, the kind of deep theological resource there is that like our faith fundamentally is a thing about grace, do you know? It's about grace and so not forcing, um, uh, uh, nothing by force and so the open invitation. I would say specifically about forums, you know, that um, having been here for a few years now and seeing like lots of people at forums and sometimes not lots about at forums, one thing that, and this comes uh, as a whole staff, um, especially with Ledley is like, to let um, a thousand flowers bloom, you know? Um, and so we, we do offer multiple things at the same time, hour, and you know, the, the great thing about that is that this particular medium of like communicating and asking questions and sitting down is really fun for the people here (laughs) and for others, too, and really not fun for other people. And so like having different types of ways about engaging um, questions about faith on Sunday morning is something that we have encouraged, um, I'd say, is the kind of most, did I get to your question, though, Harriet? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, just to, for those of you who couldn't hear, um, in a, a kind of earlier, there weren't so many choices, and it had we all had more of a common experience, and um, yeah, I think, I think that there's a lot to be said on either side of that. We have very intentionally decided for trying to do lots of different types of learning instead of just one. And uh, um, with lots of really great things to say about that, but yeah.
1: I would only add also, I think about young families that are here um, and what it's like to be corralling, and not to say that years ago, people weren't corralling young children during the 10 o'clock hour, um, but I watch families gathering on the playground after church and for them that hour between 10, 15 and 11 is an enormously fulfilling hour where they're building relationships and spending time with peers. Uh, and so I think that's, um, it's a both and or a, I think there are just lots of opportunities besides the forum and the forum is a wonderful hour um, and I agree with you. I can remember back when we first started coming, it just felt a little different during the forum hour. So.
0: Anybody?
2: Joe?
0: Great. I just had, a, ooh, uh, I had just
1: a question for those who are not so eager to be extroverted about this. If there's a, a resource available for the various ministries that... St. Columbus has, like, can you find them all on the website or something? Like- they are all on the website. Um, Cami Cadil is a great resource around outreach ministries. I'm happy to field questions if people um, if they don't want to be, you know, asking. They're all of they are all on the website, our ministries. Um, and I would just reach out to a clergy person or a member of the staff if you have questions.
0: Yeah, and this gets uh, to Andrew's question also on um, I think the single best way to get someone involved in something is just to invite them to the thing that you're doing, um, you know, so like father's group, um, bringing a, a dad who hasn't been uh, to it or mother's group or Great patrol um, is the easiest entry bar when you're going. I mean, our we know this about our kids right <laughs> when we're sending ruby to do something we say do you want to take a friend <laughs> and It always goes easier
2: yeah and i you know i, I remember some of those forums be like oh my goodness, i gotta you know sneak around maybe there's some seats over here on the far side um and I, I think some of that is the evolution of of our our particular parish and just the cycles of a lot of things but i think it is also uh i, I look at the positive some of the positive of it that like right now, I, there, I don't even know all what's going on. I know there's a Bible study going on, and there, there are other things going on that are uh, taking people. And I know that um, just from when my kids were little till now, uh, that uh, I learned that uh, the older teens like to come to formation because they see their friends who they don't see the rest of the week because they all go to different schools and i think there are a lot of adults and parents who you know we're all online we're all zooming we're all over the place sunday morning between 10 15 and 11 o'clock i can see my friends and who i don't see the rest of the time and just spent and i and i know they're they're here but uh you know so it's it's kind of a good thing bad thing i also think and, and this is um something about you know finding things that um I don't know I, is the, is the website evolving again or maybe it's always evolving uh, around things like yeah finding what what is going on here what is it like you know I'm a visitor <clears throat> or someone's told me about this place like I just want to what is it about what does it look like what is the music like what are the families like um, and I, I think that that's, that is something people are going to look at um, but I think it's good
1: Thanks Joe I would add one thing to that. Um... A personal invitation is always great, and if there's a ministry that you're participating in and you've met someone who's just come to St. Columbus for the first time, invite them to come and join you in your ministry. They may not know about it, it is a big website, there's a lot on it, or, um, and we try to do that on the staff end too, to just make personal invita- give personal invitations to say, hey, would you like to come and join us um, for a Christmas party at the Brooks that we're hosting in December? Um, And that is a great way to loop people in and to help people to get to know others in the parish as well.
0: Would anybody like to know the difference between confirmation and reception? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is sort of like kind of going deep down the rabbit hole of um, how you become a member. So like the the, the the membership is like whoever is here, that's how I've, you know, and um, there's some like technical stuff if you're wanting to have a technical membership, but we, we really receive each person who walks through the doors as, as a part of our community. And then there are a few rites of initiation. The most basic rite of initiation is baptism. Um, uh, Josh's family is getting, uh, some of them are getting baptized, and uh, it used to be, of course, you know, like, well, I mean, uh, that you're you're making a, a, a confession of faith when you're getting baptized, like standing with the church and standing with the community, uh, but, like, through reflection about that, uh, we, the, and by we, I mean Capital C Church, uh, Roman Catholic, um, uh, Protestant, Lutheran, Methodist, Episcopalian, we thought that you know, once you have a baby, the idea that they're not a part of the body of Christ, the membership of Christ, doesn't make any sense. And so we baptize people at birth. And uh, and so then we thought about, like, well, how do we get that adult um, confirmation of faith? So, and we have a rite of initiation called confirmation, which a lot of our uh, high school students will do. They're going to do when Gene Robinson is here. And confirmation the the church is taught the best way to do that is to have a bishop present to lay their hands on that person and you know like there's in seminary it's like the some people want to talk about like is there a metaphysical difference there or whatever but i think of it as just this really beautiful image of we have this thing called apostolic succession which is that like at every bishop's At every bishops ordination the group of bishops lay their hands on that bishop and then that bishop in theory will lay his or her hands on every person who wants to make an adult affirmation of faith Um, and so there's like this this literal physical touch that extends all the way back for hundreds um, and actually that last couple thousand years so that's uh, a rite of initiation. Yes.
1: Hi, I just wanted to add that my family came to the church 25 years ago through the nursery school. And I'm, I'm on the board of the nursery school now. And the nursery school continues to be a good way to get into the community. So if you are looking, if you have friends with nursery school age children, let, let them know what a fine nursery school that we have, because that's a good way to uh, come to the church as well thank you I'm so glad you mentioned that Um, I didn't say when I joined through the mothers group it was also because our children um, we found the nursery school and I feel like I I sing from the rooftops when I hear of someone that's going to nursery school I talk about what's going on downstairs and on our playgrounds it's really um, a phenomenal phenomenal school for young children and um, for families that also come to church on Sundays want everybody to know that uh, the nursery school accepts 25% of it, 20 to 25% of his children with special needs or special needs children. So if you have, and, and the school is remarkable in that way. And a lot of places around the country come and look to see what we're doing in that. So especially if you know someone with special needs children, don't hesitate
0: to recommend it. Thank you. I mean, I think like job well done, Courtney.
1: thanks for being here yeah
0: but yeah (laughs) all of your questions about membership and confirmation have now been solved all right go in peace to love and serve the lord